Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast. I'm Chaz Hathaway. You know, with you, I like to discover these near death experiences. So sometimes in these podcasts, I like to share one that I have not read. And so I'll read it and uh, with you listening. And it's my first exposure to the particular near death experience as well. And that's what I'm going to do again today. And then I'll talk about it based on what I've heard from other near-death experiences and what insights I get from it. And hopefully you will experience it with me. So, this is from nderf.org, the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation website. And this is by Jeff H. And it's a fairly recent one. I believe it came out just a couple months ago. I had a bad asthma attack which landed me in the hospital. They gave me something which seemed a lot like the general anesthesia I was given for two surgeries later in life. It helped me to breathe, but I was tired, slipped away to sleep, and stopped breathing. I felt the sensation of some time passing. I also felt as though I was dreaming of seeing someone in a bed who was surrounded by doctors. But there was a strange physical sensation as well, which is hard to describe. It troubled me, and I could not wake from this dream. I was floating above a person and didn't make the cognitive connection at first that this was my body. I could see my mother in the corner of the room and became worried for her. It was about this time when I realized this was not a dream, that I just wanted to go home. The next thing I knew, it was nighttime. I was outside the house and looking in, in the kitchen window. I could not get inside the house, and I couldn't attract the attention of my family inside. This horrified me because, uh, and uh, this horrified me. And some time passed. I was wandering around in the dark, and eventually found others who were similarly confused as to where they were or what was going on. This is hard to explain, but we didn't really have a physical presence. I remember getting to know and understand these people as we were all going through the same experience together. It was like we were in a group and the lights were turned off. We knew that we were all still there, but we could not see one another. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. Some time passed here as well, but I was determined to find out for all of us, which was probably absurd since I didn't know where we were. From here on, all linear kind of all linearity kind of ends. I remember things, but it's like they all happened at once. Time ceased to exist. People have asked me if I remember a tunnel, and my answer is, no, not exactly. There was a light, kind of a kind of dim, and from a distance, the light got closer and more intense. I felt a love that brings tears to my eyes as I write this. I wanted so much to go back and bring all the others with me to this place, but I didn't really have control of it. As wonderful and amazing as this place felt, I was pretty much along for the ride. I don't know how much of this I can put into words of, or accurately describe. The light was love and understanding. It was outside of me, through me, and in me. It was home. I've never felt a love like this before, though there have been very brief moments of kindness and acceptance that I just live for. It's hard to see the computer for the tears in my eyes. 
I want so much to use all my will to reach back and pull those people in the darkness here to just be here, but I don't know how. It's hard for me to describe what happened next. I was, and it was as if someone, something else inside me was speaking a strange language, but I understood it to be a recounting of this and past lives, kind of like an introduction to someone else. There was a life review where it was like a reliving of certain moments in my life up to this point. I felt with complete clarity how I felt and how the other person felt through my actions, my words, and my thoughts. These were times when I probably should have acted differently, used better judgment, not gotten caught up in emotion. This was a very humbling experience. To think that I had only been here seven years in this life, it concerns me what the next one will be like, because although I'm more aware of how I affect those around me, I still get emotional, I still screw up, I'm, and I'm well aware that this experience has not made me perfect, maybe more aware of how imperfect I am than anything else, but it has not prevented me from being stupid, insensitive, egotistical, and uncaring. If anything, it has driven home the point of trying to be more mindful, but all the while realizing that I'm far from perfect, and it's something that requires constant effort and attention. At a certain point, I met someone who seemed to be there to assist me in deciding whether I should come back in this life or start all over in another. I would call this person my guide, and although I'm not really aware of them having a physical presence, I felt a feminine energy about them. I wanted to know more about them and this place I was in, but it was clear that this experience was not about them. It was more like going to a guidance counselor. I was young, but emotionally invested in the people of this life. Starting over and not really knowing what would it, what it would be like was hard for me to accept. I was shown parts of my future life, like going to a screen and suddenly being in the moment experiencing it. It was as though I were there at the moment, feeling how I would feel at that time. I was shown parts of my future in this life if I cho chose to go on. You would think I could predict the future with what, was, what I was shown, yet it could be due to the fact that I don't deal with detailed information really well. I, I tend to look at the global perspective and see the forest, but not the trees. But there was a clarity there in that place, which doesn't seem to exist for me here. It was simple to understand so much more than I can here. Although I do get feelings about people and things here once in a while, it's not like I remember feeling there. It's not like I remember feeling there. As these moments unfolded in my life, after this near-death experience, there would be a sense of familiarity about some things. Sometimes it can be about people, even though I had not met them before. The things I was shown have been more like choices that were made when the options were fairly limited. The feeling at the time of the choice was simply, this feels right. This feels like the right thing to do. With that feeling is a sense of peace and calm. I was told that if I were to continue in this life, that it would be unlikely that I would reach my potential, 
However, it seemed clear to me that starting over was a wild card, and I was not shown anything about that. I remember meeting other people, and get the feeling I get the feeling that these people, these were people who had lived here and were there to help me decide what to do. I was shown details of my future that I don't really feel comfortable divulging here. Some things were embarrassing. There was a total and complete clarity there, and it had nothing to do with my sense of self or ego, but everything to do with what I came into this life to do, to learn, and to experience and grow. I can see that I'm running out of time, of room here, so I will cut it short. When I returned to my body, I really missed that place, and I still think about it today. We are here to grow as spiritual beings and to experience certain things. I remember things from before and during my birth. I remember choosing my parents for their personality and kindness. On a certain level, I'm pretty sure I chose to have asthma to keep me from making the mistakes of another life. I may have chosen my near-death experience to keep me aware of why I'm here. And that is the end of the experience shared by Jeff. There are several things that I find interesting in there. Uh, first off, his mention of reincarnation. I'm not going to go into that. He didn't use the word reincarnation, but the idea of of living multiple lives on this earth. You know, he's, he was told, do you want to continue in this life or do you want to go on to another life, um, to a, a new life, start over again? And, uh, and he decided to come back. And then he, you know, he, he said that he got... And he chose asthma to keep him from making the mistakes of another life. I'm not going to go into that today because tomorrow I want to have a big focus on reincarnation um, because I have um, looked very much into this. And while there are many things such as this that really hint to its possibility, I don't believe in it. And I can, and I'll show you why in that next episode. Um, so, there are two other things that I find very interesting, though. He says, on a certain level, I'm pretty sure I chose to have asthma, and then basically to keep him on the path that he needs to go. He chose his trials. This isn't uh, an isolated concept. I've come across this many, many times in near-death experiences, this idea of choosing um, trials. In fact, there's a particular experience that I'd like to share in a future episode that just absolutely blew my mind when I read this person's experience uh, in their, uh, their choosing the trials they would have. Fascinating, fascinating. But that will be another episode. And the other thing that I found... Um, interesting was that he says that I remember choosing my parents for their personality and kindness. Interesting, choosing your parents. Does that mean that he chose them while he was, while they were on earth and he was waiting to come down or was this way before and they'd chosen, he'd chosen them in a pre-mortal life, everybody together? It, it's not clear, but interesting uh, how much choice there seems to be involved in what we experience in this life from what many of these experiences have. 
Now, as I said, I'm going to go into some depth in the next episode, so I'm going to uh, close up here pretty quick. It's a short episode. And, uh, and just remind you that if you are listening, let me know. Just give me some kind of a, a note or a comment, something. And, uh, and let your friends know about this podcast. If you're like me, it's, it's been a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, as I started studying these things, I was very quiet about it at first because there was a lot that I didn't understand. And it's hard to share things that you're like, I don't get this, but, you know, it's kind of like if you first start reading about UFO sightings and stuff, you don't necessarily want to go around shouting that because people think you're of a, of a weird, you know, uh, <laughs> way of thinking and so forth, the weird way of seeing the world. They're like, okay, you know, and so I had a lot of worry about that. But the more I read these things and more I found that these are not only uh, experiences that are consistent in so many ways, but they are so common. I don't know anybody that has not met somebody who has had these experiences. And anyone who says they don't know anybody who's ever had any such experiences probably hasn't asked if they were to ask in a group if any of you had any memories of time when you were unconscious and not asleep like when uh, during a hospital visit during a a surgery or after an accident something like that um, do any of you have any memories and what what memories do you have and they may say oh i had this wonderful dream or they may say oh i had this this sensation that was incredible i don't know what it was but once you start talking to them and find out more details, you find, holy mackerel, they had a near-death experience. I know somebody who has a near-death experience. And if you start asking around more more regularly, I think you'll find them to be quite common. So, with that, once again, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>